It's time for local calls. Get ready, Milwaukee. You're here with Mark the Wolf and and you, John Mark? the Cougar. Mark and John are back in the saddle. <laughs> no, it's it, it's you and me. It's the Wolf Mark. and the Cougar. What you do in your free time is of none of my concern. It's your favorite number one local music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. It's Local Chords with Mark and John. Hey, this is Snailmate, and you're listening to Local Chords. Today on Local Chords, it's podcast number 42. It's time to set down all your concerns for a minute and get ready to laugh. (laughs) John is off today, so it's just me, but don't worry, I've got the goods. I'll talk with Kalen and Bentley from the synth punk grindcore pop nerd rap duo Snailmate. Go one size bigger for your earlobe plugs and cut the sleeves off the t-shirt you got at last night's show because we're getting ready to rock only on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. Thank you for downloading and subscribing. We are your only number one local music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin bringing you a premier podcast show each and every Wednesday morning. Hey, all you Cordies out there, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. I am Dark the Hitman Tubing, coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm just on the southwest outskirts of the city and ready to bring you premier podcasting as always. Let me tell you what kind of shirt I'm wearing here. What am I wearing? I got a sweatshirt on that says, Actions Speak Louder. Got that? Good. All right. Well, let's say hi to me for a second, and then we'll keep moving on. Um, if I can find this sound bite, where is where is my sound bites? I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this all together here. I forgot part of my stand, and I forgot part of the thing that that. Uh, where the hell is this sound bite? Does it start with the letter O? Let's see. That could be... No. Uh-oh. Well, hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. There we go. Hi. Hi, guys. How you doing? All right, let's just sit back and kick it for a minute. We're just going to kick it. John is off today. As you know, he's currently in the throes of dealing with some physical maladies, and he's very bummed that he can't be here today, but... Um, I'm going to play this little soundbite for him, and uh, so this goes out to John. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, John. Yeah, John. You can survive, know what I'm saying? You'll survive. You'll be all right, John. Come on. Um, all right, we'll let this song ride out while we just kick it for a minute. Um, I just slept for 16 hours. 
I don't know when the last time you guys slept for 16 hours was, but I'm thinking the last time I slept for 16 hours was probably when I was 20 years old, like 20 years ago or something like that. But man, it felt good. I didn't have much going on and I kind of popped in and out of consciousness and just kind of like looked around, got up, ate some ice cream. Oh, I broke my uh, tooth. I chipped one of my molars eating some ice cream. That is ridiculous. I need like bone marrow implants or some calcium deposits or something. That is ridiculous. So I got to get that looked at. But yeah, um, don't you guys worry. I'm sitting here. I got some coffee. I always have coffee when I watch Radar. You know that. Of course I do, sir. Everybody knows that. Of course we do, sir. (laughs) Classic little bite from Spaceballs there. Yeah, I got some coffee going. Uh, that's about it. I had to go to the Apple store. I was, I, my phone crapped out and I can't make calls or text or go online unless I am on Wi-Fi currently. But, um, I went to the Apple store, had to wait in line like a moron. You know how you have to just walk into the store and just pray there's no one in there. They need to get a new system of, you know, customer service at the phone stores. Know what I'm saying? You walk in there and you're like, if, if there's someone at the counter, you're, you're just waiting. Could be five minutes, could be an hour. They could be getting a whole new phone plan and a brand new phone, or they could be like, oh, something's not working. Can you look at this here? And oh yeah, they just fix it in five seconds. But they need to get like appointments, like setting appointments. You should be on a schedule like a dentist or a doctor for the most part, because you could walk in there. I, I basically was in there for about 45 minutes sitting on one of those cushioned things right in the middle. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But while I was in there, I was like, they're just basically selling me a lifestyle with this phone, right? Like I'm seriously considering going back to team flip, get some T9 texting, just text and phone calls and that's it. I don't know, but this is this is the absolute like male female yin yang of technical innovation the phone store is right now because we we spend hundreds of dollars to communicate with people and they took my name on a piece of paper and put me in line for who they were going to help next in the phone store. Like (laughs) you got thousand dollar phones and watches in there and they're still writing your name on a piece of paper to, to make sure to help you next in line. I don't know what's going on over there. So if anybody works at or for a phone store, here's my two cents. Put everybody on an appointment schedule so that we can call and be like, oh, Thursday, three o'clock. Sure. We'll see you then. We'll see you, you know, you'll, we'll see you there. Um, uh, what else do I want to talk about here? I gave myself a haircut. Um, that's not new for me. I cut my hair when I want to, but I did my whole, I cut my whole head of hair with a scissors only on this one. Sometimes I do the, I use the clippers and, you know, do a two mirrors. I do that thing. And I've been getting pretty good at it, but this one I went, uh, only scissors and yeah, it's kind of patchy. I'll tell you that it's kind of patchy, but I figure, you know, it's March in Wisconsin. I don't have to go to any like hot events or no one's getting married or, you know, I don't have to go to any weddings in March. So it'll be all right, but it looks like it's going to be about 50 degrees in Wisconsin coming up here. We may have just kicked this winter thing straight in the pants. That could be the end of winter, but um, I also saw a movie this weekend in the theater. I went to see The Batman, and 
you know what? Actually, I thought it was really good. I'm kind of a Batman connoisseur, kind of a film connoisseur, as you guys know. Uh, I didn't love the idea of this kid from the Twilight being Batman, playing Bruce Wayne, playing the Batman. But the tone of this movie was very good. It was very enclosed and kind of secretive and dark and shadowy. It actually felt like you were in the shadows watching this this story, which, you know, for Batman, Batman is all about being in the shadows. You know, he is vengeance. He is, you know, the harborer of fear. He takes on fear to create justice. And uh, there were some epic footsteps footstep sounds from Batman. I'll tell you that. There's a couple scenes of Batman walking slowly and menacingly, and they did some awesome work with his footstep sound effects. It was probably my favorite part of the movie. There's a few minor flaws, like this guy Valcone, or they kept call- some of the characters were calling him Valcone. Some of them were calling him Valcone. I'm like, how can you have different characters in this movie pronouncing this character's name differently. That was very strange. There was a couple other little like minor flaws and kind of like, hey, wait a minute. He just killed the guy with that weapon and now you're showing the weapon and there's no blood on it. What the hell? You know, just little filmmaker stuff that I was like, eh, okay, I suppose I'll let that go for the sake of the story. But Thought it was pretty good. Didn't really mind that Twilight kid as Batman, whatever his name is, Robert Robertson, Patrick Pat Robert Patrickson, Patrick Batman Robertson, I think is his actual name. <laughs> but um, it was pretty good. So I'd suggest going to see it. Man, it was long. Whoa, it was long. It was almost three hours long. So be prepared for that if you do go see it. Uh oh. All right, now it's time to stop everything for the only teams that matter, teams in Wisconsin. We're talking sports here, Packers, Badgers, Bucks, and Brewers. The Packers, after nearly a year of speculation, the reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers will return to quarterback the Packers for an 18th season this year. With $153 million in guaranteed money, he's sure to be able to buy himself a new fiance. Badgers basketball. The Badgers fell to Michigan State on Saturday night, and an ankle injury held Johnny Davis to a subpar performance. But the boys will battle back to basketball more after they find out who they have to basketball against in the coming week. Bucks basketball. The Bucks couldn't hold off Steph Curry and the Warriors, and Klay Thompson had 38 points. Klay said, yeah, my name is spelled with a K, but that doesn't mean we still can't come out on top with a W. The Brewers. Yes, the Brewers 2022 season is back on and the Major League Baseball Association was held on was on hold for 99 days while the players were mad about not getting enough money. But don't worry, ticket sales are going up and the games will still be four hours long. All right, there's your headlines for Sports in One Minute. Coming up, we talk with the stars themselves, Snail Mate. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! 
Today's interview on Local Chords is brought to you by Juniper Real, handmade ceramics and goods from Ozaukee County. All products are food safe, dishwasher safe, and wheel thrown. These are high fire ceramics for pets and people. Available at Bonsai Pet, The Arts Mill, and AM Coffee in Ozaukee County. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook. Special orders are welcome. Just email juniperreal at gmail.com. Or check out their website at juniperreal.com. Hailing from Phoenix, Arizona comes lyricist and synth wizard Kalen Lander simultaneously singing with chaotically manipulated vocals, fingers pressed firmly to an affected synthesizer, all while drummer Bentley Monet thrashes on his drum set beside him. Described as a freaky breath of fresh air by Idiotech, Snailmate has been combining the best elements of hip-hop, synth-punk, new-metal, nerdcore, rap, and rock since their formation in 2015. They've cultivated an unparalleled high-energy live show that's allowed them to tour nationally and internationally and gain loyal fan bases in countries like Japan, Belgium, and Germany. Let's check out their song called On You. Without further ado, please welcome to the program, Snailmate! Oh yeah! Yeah, what's up guys? Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we're uh, on tour right now. You guys are on tour. So right now we got Bentley and Kaylin. We got the full duo here on the line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you guys are on tour. It looks like the next two weeks, you're playing nearly every night of the week. Nope, that's the plan. In fact, when we're in Austin for South by Southwest, we have six shows in three days. Oh, my God. I, I saw that you had three shows in one day, one at noon, one at three, one at eight. How are you going to prep for those? Oof, uh, we've done coffee. Before. Yeah, it's <laughs> coffee and panic. Really, coffee yeah, and we've panicking. Done, yeah, yeah, we've we've done three shows uh, in a day before, and it's it's thrilling and it's exhausting, and but it's not as exhausting as you think because the adrenaline from being on stage is just so high all the time that we just we love it. And like meeting all the other cool bands, we always meet bands from all over the world during South by, so it's just fun. Like the whole, it's just so fun, and then afterwards we sleep forever. So. Oh, I'd imagine, yeah. yeah. So have you guys played South by Southwest before? Yeah, this is our fifth or sixth year going oh we've never done an official thing we always just go and do all the unofficial house shows showcases and uh weird little dive bars in like local spots of town and yeah it's cool the unofficial scene uh for south by southwest is really great because um when all the big corporations and all the big shows invade downtown austin the outskirts really come alive all the locals retreat to the bars and stuff out there and all the indie bands like ourselves get to play these really cool stages and like band together and it's just such great networking and uh friendship building out there oh man that sounds like a beautiful time where is that again i'm not terribly familiar i've heard of it a lot but what's what state and city is that in um austin texas okay 
Okay, and it looks yeah. like you guys are, oh, you're there now, hey? We are about five hours away from it, so we're going to Houston tonight, and then, and then uh, well, then actually we've got we a got... couple other places, but geographically, we're pretty close to Austin. Yes. Okay. We're gotcha. actually going, we're going to Houston, and then Denton, then we're going up to Oklahoma for a show, and then we're going to Austin. Oh, so wow. We like to get Quick around. No, no straight lines on this tour. Yeah. <laughs> so how has this tour been going for you? How much have you guys toured? Um, let, let's break it down for people that perhaps have not heard of your group. Um, how, how much touring have you done in the past? Well, this is our first tour in two years uh, because of obvious reasons. And uh, But before then, so say in 2018, we did a seven-month tour uh, straight every night in the van driving around 43 states i think we did 80,000 miles on my in my van um and that was a crazy long tour and that was our longest uh consecutive tour but we've gone out for three or four months a couple years in the past and then in 2019 we got to tour out to japan and uh europe and then also some smaller u.s tours but generally um we go out for two or three months at a time Wow, that's incredible. What was your first touring experience? What was the duration of it? Was it the three-month three tour? Was that your first one? Uh, our first tour ever, which is actually really funny, our, it was our third show ever. Um, <laughs> we went on tour because I was in another band, and that band had a tour booked, and they didn't want to go because we kind of broke up, and I was like, well, I can't lose these contacts. I booked the tour. So we like threw a set together, played our third show ever on tour. It was a... Uh, I think two week tour, two something weeks, like that. Yeah, yeah. We did uh, New Mexico up to Colorado, and then a couple Texas states and uh, Southern Arizona and stuff like that. But it was a very rough um, learning experience. It's funny. A lot of bands, uh, you know, they'll say that we're not ready to go on tour yet when they've been playing together for a year or two. You know, and we had just started. We were very. We built uh, up the tour. For lack of a better word, we were really shitty. Yeah, we were not. Good. <laughs> we were not. Good, but uh, so we burned some CDs and we spray painted Snail Mate on some T-shirts and uh, bought some stickers and away we went. And uh, it was a really cool learning experience and we both learned that uh, it was something that we wanted to do more of. And uh, so we did and we have been. Man, that is insane. Your third show, you went out and started on tour. <laughs> is that uh... our, third show, our third show ever was an open mic at a bowling alley in Albuquerque and we we almost quit right then. It was a yeah. it was a rough time, but uh, we we kept going, and I'm glad we did. Yeah. Okay. Were it people went uphill were pe from there? Yeah, been uphill from there. Were people bowling while you were performing? Uh, sadly, no. It was like in a different. It was in the bowling alley, but it was like one of those bars in the bowling alley. Right. Yeah. I wish we yeah. were like in a lane, like dodging. I know balls. that's always been my dream. It'd <laughs> right. be so cool. I don't no. want to dodge the balls, but I would love to play in in the lane. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Got to get some some of those AstroTurf shoes so you're not slipping all around. Exactly. <laughs> so that is pretty ambitious to just be like, all right, here we are. We're a band, and let's tour, and let's let's not look back. I, I assume you guys kind of are, you know, you consider yourselves under the umbrella of DIY, right? Do it yourself, pretty much everything. Absolutely. Um, I design all the art and uh, do all that stuff. And then Bentley actually screen prints all the shirts that we make. So, you know, like right now on this, just for this three week tour, we probably have over 200 shirts or we did when we left uh, in the van that Bentley screen printed himself. Um, we design most everything ourselves. Bentley books the entire tour. 
Um, so just the two of us, we are, yeah, DIY as it gets, um, for better or for worse. Damn. Hell yeah. Som- when I, when, sometimes when- it'd be nice to have some help, but, uh, what can you do? Well, I was going to ask you about that because when I think of you guys and your tour and your, I assumed you were doing your merch and stuff, but I wanted to ask you about that. So it sounds like you are. All I can think of is, damn, they must have an insanely good work ethic. Would you agree that you have that or have you always had it or was it something that you've been building along the way and learning how to have that work ethic? Uh, Bentley definitely has a good work ethic. Yeah, I'm lucky though. I grew up, um, in my mom's like print or she like had an embroidery business and then like some print stuff. But, uh, I grew up around that and my dad owning his own separate business. So since I was little, I've always just picked stuff together and he's a hustler. Yeah. When I was three years old, I would hustle. Like my mom would buy me these blank puzzles and I would draw on them and sell them at her store and stuff. Like I've always been like hustling that cash wow, <laughs> and i'm that's cool i'm more yeah i'm more a stereotypical lazy artist so bentley not only does he have the band to manage but he also has to manage me and keep me working hard yeah <laughs> okay so you guys got, I, I fall off okay so you got I'm the yin yang dynamic going yes I'm right basically like his like manager <laughs> okay. my time manager yeah, time manager <laughs> Gotcha. As you can say, I didn't do a very good job today. <laughs> no, that we got it totally together. Amazing. You know, shit, yeah, man, things totally happen. Amazing. You know, things happen, but we got it together today. So you are yeah. in the south uh, of the of the country. Do you plan to head north as uh, the warmer months are approaching? As a matter of fact, we do. Uh, we are. Uh, soon, I think in a, any day now, Bentley is going to start routing our tour that we are planning for the end of August and through September. We're going to be going through the northern states, the Midwest, and then the northern states, including uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Montana, the Dakotas, um, and a lot of Midwest states as well. Okay, awesome. That's yeah. good to hear. Um, you're going to get Cactus Club back on the books. We, we talked off air for a second. I told you that I saw you perform about three or four years ago at Cactus Club in Milwaukee, and I was just enthralled by your live performance and thought it was super awesome. You got any plans to come back to Milwaukee? Yes, we do. That was actually where we were going to, the farthest east we're going is like Milwaukee, and then we're going to hit like Joliet, Illinois, and then we're going to head west again. So those are two places we can't. So everyone's so nice there. Like, So hopefully the Cactus Club will have us. If not, we know there's a bunch of other great venues in town, so we will definitely find something there, and you'll be the first person we tell. Awesome. I'll pump it up for you. Yes, we but we just barely made the farthest east stop. I'm psyched. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I know. We wish we could go farther, but with... With like everything going around in the world, we just want to keep them short for now just to see how they go. And then hopefully in a year or two, we can start doing those long tours again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're, awesome. keep, we're keeping them just a few weeks to a month long because if something else goes down in the world, like uh, Bentley can only handle losing um, like months and months worth of, of work so many times. Yeah, like with the 2020 stuff, we, we lost, uh, I had already had booked 150 shows in eight countries. So now I'm very cautious with with booking because that was really, really lame to lose all of that. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I imagine. That was something I was going to ask about, too, is because you guys seem to write about um, uh, stress and anxiety and um, uh, that, that song we just played from, from your EP. Um, 
how do you deal with stress and anxiety or what is your mindset to it? Or how do you cope with these elements of life? Well, um, since if you would have asked us this question, when we released the EP existential anxiety, we would have said, you know, tour and, uh, some healthy fighting between Bentley and I, uh, <laughs> we do some, some sibling, uh, bickering, occasionally but now you know since the pandemic and over the pandemic we've uh both been taking our mental health a lot more seriously we've gone to therapy we've uh started taking some some medications and doing a lot of mindfulness practices and stuff like that and really trying to manage our own stress and existential anxiety um in in healthier ways and music that we will have coming out will not it'll still embody you know the stressful anxious energy that snailmate does but um, we are definitely trying to be more mindful and uh, open about mental health and, and, and struggles with things like that. That is so beautiful and refreshing to hear. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know what you were going to say towards that. You know, you could have been something like, well, we're both on cocaine or, you know, it, you know, it could have could have been anything. I, that is so awesome to hear. Um, I'm a personal big practitioner of self-progression and always moving moving forward and trying to find and understand my pitfalls and how to at the same time shake hands with them but also move past them so um is this something that you it sounds like this is a recent thing have you guys always dealt with it in a in a healthy way like um you know seeking therapy that's a beautiful thing and and medications even i've kind of come around to understanding how medication can be helpful while viewing the brain like an organ like well perhaps your uh, brain doesn't produce exactly you know the right thing that a, a quote-unquote normal person do- would but um, yeah how, how has that been for you as a group have you been able to lean on each other and and get through it together like that it's definitely um, increased uh the, or it's, it's better the way that we communicate. Um, Bentley and I, we still manage to get under each other's skin a little bit, but we, our communication is a lot better than it used to be. He really pushed me to uh, go to therapy as he was doing it. And it's made a huge difference in our lives. And I've started uh, medicating or being, I got, was diagnosed and being medicated with uh, ADHD, which is my focus and my create creative output has really increased. Um, and now Bentley uh, has to manage me slightly less than he used to, you know, it, it's, it's all, a, it's all a growing process. And I know Bentley is working on a lot of things too. And before we were just kind of, you know, swallowing it and, and just going on tour and just kind of working through it. And sometimes that's not enough. You know, sometimes, uh, you do have to take a look in the mirror and, uh, like you said, self-progression and self-growth and learning, about yourself and not necessarily trying to defeat your dark side, but like you said, shake hands with it and you learn how to use it to your brain to work in your favor is definitely something that we have been learning how to do. And we want to, you know, let other people know that it's an okay process to go through and it's super healthy. Hell yeah. That is so beautiful, man. Hell yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love going to therapy. It's great. I know. I can't <laughs> wait to get back home and go back. To I know. It's really nice actually. <laughs> That is awesome. And, and I think, uh, you know, our culture and um, our generation is starting to come around on it more. You know, we were talking to a friend of ours who's also on tour and he was happy to, you know, say that he pulled over on the side of the road and had a teleconference with his therapist, you know, like in the middle of his tour and like stuff like that. 
more people need to be aware of that and know that it's okay. And there's no shame in, in taking care of yourself. You know, like it's, uh, it's, it's hard and this world is, is crazy and we need to take care of our own brain and we need to take care of each other. And so snailmate really wants to, uh, spread that message and, you know, keeps also while also spreading our message of love and acceptance for all people of all, uh, makes and, and designs and everything like that, because we want everyone to feel comfortable at our shows. Holy crap. This, I got goosebumps, man. I'm so, I'm so uh, delighted to hear you guys talk about this and what your mindset is about that and about addressing mental health and creating like a, like a mirror um, for your fans uh, as, you know, influencers, as rock and rollers. And you're saying, yeah, we can rock and roll and let's, let's, uh, let's be healthy here. Let's be there for each other. You know, it's so awesome to hear. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. And we, we're all about like other healthy ways. Like I make a ton of art and paint and do stuff like that to deal with like depression and everything. And it's just good to push people to realize like everyone thinks we actually have a song on our new album coming out about, about how everyone thinks that their art is like crap or their music is crap, but it's really actually good. And you just need to like kind of believe in yourself. So uh, I sell my art on tour and uh, try and like get people to realize And my art's like not very good. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I just want, yeah, now. it's my expression. So I'm like, I just like people to see like, this is how I feel when I'm sad. And like, and Bentley's been a, a really connect with it, so. big influencer uh, and kind of uh, motivator in the LGBTQ community. LGBT. Uh, LG, LGBT, sorry, I just spoke <laughs> LGBTQ community. And like, uh, and <laughs> that's why he's, he's the, he's the guy. Um, and so, yeah, we just try to, uh, you know, show people that it's okay to be themselves exactly as they are and yeah yeah man that's beautiful that's awesome i'm talking about your art on and selling your art on tour and stuff i I just had a couple more questions about the tour since you're on tour right now um would you mind sharing some tips or tactics for touring that have worked for you or since you started touring compared to you know you got some time under your belt now of getting used to touring and what it's like you got any tips of like where to stay or save money eat healthy engage with fans etc anything that's worked well for you or that you've learned along the way oh yeah um i would start off first we didn't know this for a long time so we went years without this but it is amazing uh we have a planet fitness uh membership and uh we we have one planet fitness gym membership and you get if you get the black card, it's twenty bucks a month. So we share it, and then you can have unlimited free guests. So Kalen has the membership, and then he guests me in, so we can uh, work out or exercise or whatever, and shower, so we don't have to pay for hotels and stuff like that, because we can shower at the gym every day. And then, uh, so that's amazing. That's nice. like such a good hack. It's twenty bucks a month, and then we sleep in the van for the most part, unless we have friends. But uh, we don't like to spend money on hotels and stuff. And then plus, our gear is safe if we're sleeping next to it. So, and it sucks to bring everything into the like hotel every night um and then as far as like connecting with fans and stuff we just try and talk to everybody and like hang out by the merch table and uh talk outside like we just try and meet and network and yeah we we never want to be a band that sits in the green room the whole night you know we even if there's no one there and it's just other local bands on the show we make sure that we you know stand up front for the opener for the closer we want to let let people know that we're all in this together and that we support everyone's music and we're grateful for anyone that comes out to the show. So we're always just thanking people for, for being there. 
Dang, that's awesome. Sounds like you, it does sound like you guys are in at 100%. And it's always not easy to stand there for the opener or the closer. You know, you could just go sleep in the van or whatever, but it sounds like you're putting in some due diligence of showing that respect to your uh, bandmates and fan, or uh, your uh, bands on the bill with you and your fans. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's always a good time. And, like, we couldn't, like, build a fan base in new towns without local bands helping us out. So we always try and like make them realize we support them and appreciate them. And then we will do the same for them if they ever come to Phoenix. Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, growing up in Phoenix, what was that like for you guys? Did you guys always gravitate towards this type of like non-mainstream art and music, or was it something that you found along the way? Um, I definitely always felt like a, uh, a weirdo when it came to, to making music and art and, uh, it took a long time for me to figure out how to do it in a way that made sense. And, um, finding, you know, when I finally connected, uh, with Bentley, you know, in my mid twenties, uh, or late twenties, I guess, uh, it, he really helped hone my vision of art and, and figure out a way to like put it out there for people to actually appreciate more because I was doing stuff around town and doing like hip hop and things like that. And I always had a good response, but like, I didn't know how to take it to the next level. And uh, I think Bentley really helped with that for sure. Wow. Okay. And, and, and then both Bentley and myself in, in Phoenix, we both uh, bartend at uh, music venues around town, the rhythm room and the, the rebel lounge respectively. And uh, so we're around music. We're around artists who are touring through. Um, so we're able to make connections that way and learn from people. Even when we're not on the road, we're still able to, be home working and uh, networking with people and taking care of bands as they pass through. And just, it's a never ending learning experience. And I think it, that's a really good thing to, to, to feel is that you never know everything and that you can always be learning more. And uh, it's just, we're super grateful to have our jobs where we can interact with music and then be able to go out on tour and interact with more musicians. And I think growing up in Phoenix and the scene there was very supportive for us. and. Uh, I think it's helped us a lot. Wow. Awesome. So when you go home from being on tour, what does that look like for you? Are you guys working? Are you recording? Are you writing? Uh, both. Um, yeah, we both work at different music venues. Uh, Kaylin bartends. And then I work at a venue. I run their website and stuff and I bartend, serve tables and I book like 40% of the shows there and stuff. So I'm really just, we're both pretty much at music venues every night. Luckily and, uh, we're able to get shifts almost immediately upon returning from tour. Uh, we're super fortunate that, the, that they let us go out for, you know, months at a time. Yeah, and we're uh, in the middle of an uh, album uh, recording. We're or more than middle. We're almost done. We've been working on an album through COVID, and we've just been taking our time being that, like, with all the COVID stuff, there's really no rush on getting it out. So we're, we're in, in and out of the studio, uh, going to local shows, um, booking our friends when they come through tour in town. So. We've got three mu music videos being worked on uh, right now um, for release starting in April uh, through the rest of the year. We'll be putting out a music video every month. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of work that we're kind of doing behind the scenes as well. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like you guys kind of have that Energizer Bunny type of thing going. You got your hands full in a lot of things. Where does your energy yeah. come from? What what is your mindset of of creating and working how do you where does that stem from uh i just always see the end goal and my end goal is just to be able to pay my bills off of playing original music 
Um, and I'm in a couple other bands too, just for like more um, fun. So normally it's like my thing, but I just want to play original music. I think that's so cool. And I, my thing is I, anytime I feel like, oh, I want to give up or something, I'm just like, this is way better than a nine to five. I do not want to do that. Like I cannot be like a businessman. Like I really like being able to, I feel like life is so short and most people don't do what they want. And I just will fight to like make people happy with through our music and like meet people and connect and not work in an office. Yeah. I guess that's really my thing is I can't <laughs> like, I can't sit in an office. Right. We're, just, we're, we're compelled to make art. And like we tried to go, you know, time without doing it, whether we we thought it was the right thing to do. And like it just will always pull us back in. The art always just has to has to happen. Yeah. Um, I even uh, I was like a chef for a minute. And even though that's like super artistic and stuff, um, it was still like uh, really uh, sorry, I got confused. <laughs> um, I was a chef for a while and even that like it's artistic and everything like that like it was still like every day I was there I was like I'm not supposed to be here and I would enjoy cooking and I love cooking still but like I was like this feels like a job and I don't want it to feel like a job right yeah so how how did you make that merge from being in a type of you know quote unquote stable nine to five type of thing how did you merge out of that towards working on what you want to be working on uh really just do it like just jumping in head first yeah i was working like i was working at a bar uh i was working at the rhythm room and uh i kind of was i saw the flexibility that it afforded us um our the owner there is a, also a touring musician and playing a lot so um i was able to get bentley a job there and we realized that with that we could really leave indefinitely and still have that security when we got home um, as long as we worked hard when we were home and so we once we saw that we had that you know opportunity we took we tried to take full advantage of it and uh you know but pay it back you know when we can when we're in town and so we've just kind of just been trying to make that make that all happen and, and you know follow our, our dreams really it's just Life's too short to not do that. Hell yeah, yeah, it's great. I still, I still work for the venue and stuff when we're on tour, so it's nice. It's like they miss me when I'm gone, but I'm still doing work. And then when I come back, I'm there and involved in stuff. So they they really support like what we do and everything, which is really hard to find in a in a job. It's really we're very lucky. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like you got yourself in a put yourself in a position to have the freedom and leeway to get going on what you wanted to get going on. That is so awesome. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thank you guys for taking this time to do this. I did want to say, um, okay, so your sophomore LP titled Stress Sandwich is coming out in 2022, which is what you're talking about. It sounds like you have, you're going to put three songs on there that you've released previously. How many songs are going to be on this LP? It's going to have about, uh, I believe, like 11 songs total. We've released singles uh, and videos for two of them so far. And then we've got... Uh, three more in the works and more planned uh, to make videos for. We've been having a lot of fun shooting music videos at home. And uh, as soon as we get back, we're going to get back in the trenches and work on some really weird music video that we've been planning for a while with a lot of virtual effects and things like that. Um, so there's going to be 10 or 11 songs on it. And at least half of those are going to have really cool, fun music videos for them. 
Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, you got lots of merch on your site, snailmate.com. You got T-shirts, beanies, masks, hats, hot sauce. Wait a minute, hot sauce? You got hot sauce? How'd you get your own hot sauce? Oh, my gosh. Uh, We have a separate (laughs) Instagram page called uh, Hot Sauce for Blood, and we review hot sauces on there. And we bought a bunch of hot sauces from this uh, place called High Desert Sauce Company and reviewed them, and we didn't know them or anything, but he just loved how the – he loved our reviews and just hit us up and was like, Hey, I want to do a collab and like make y'all a sauce. And we were like, what? Like out of Tucson, Arizona, I, like, Zach, cried. Zach from high De- desert sauce company basically <laughs> made our dreams come true by, uh, offering to make a snail mate sauce. We kind of told him what flavors we wanted, including coffee. So he whipped up this stress sauce. First ingredients, cold brew coffee, guajillo peppers, all sorts of really yummy stuff in there. And it's amazing. It's won awards in Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix Magazine called it the best hot sauce. Um, it's just, it's our first batch sold out in 48 hours. It's just been a dream come true with this hot sauce. And then Zach over at High Desert Sauce Company had a sauce on the internet show Hot Ones. And he's doing amazing things. And it's just been so great to work with him and to have a sauce of, that's our very own that's really, really tasty. It's really good. It's we love hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hot sauce tattoo on my face. Yeah, so. when, when we tour, <laughs> really? touring's really just an, <laughs> touring is just an excuse for us to buy more hot sauce out on the road. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys are a trip, man. It's been so great talking with you and meeting with you. Thank you for sharing your uh, mentality and your hearts and your inspiration with all of us. We can find you on snailmate.com, Facebook, Instagram, Bandcamp, Reverb Nation. Everybody knows the drill, so I hope all our listeners here support you, and we'll come see you in Milwaukee this summer, hopefully. Um, anything else that you guys want to share before we wrap it up here? Um, yeah, you know, just uh, if you can, uh, subscribe to our YouTube. We've got some really cool videos coming out soon, and I think everyone's going to really enjoy them. So definitely subscribe to the YouTube, follow us on Spotify. It helps us out immensely. All our tour dates are on Spotify if that's what you're into listening to music on. And uh, yeah, we will be coming through your town. That is a guarantee. All of our tour dates are also on snailmate.com and our Instagram is just at snailmate and we put um, every all of our information on our Instagram. Yeah. Like that's what we are on like every day. Yeah, and we, uh, we released short uh, exclusive songs on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, when we're in town so there's lots of fun content that's going to be coming from snowmate and uh yeah just please please give us a follow and uh you know take care of each other hell yeah ladies and gentlemen there is snailmate thank you guys once again stay on the line for a second okay thank you so much yeah, Mark. thank you, you sweep and buoyancy of the world of travel and entertainment is apparent at a glance. This three-way Rototena portable is at home in any setting. Brilliant two-tone or solid color ostrich grain miracle fabric takes use and abuse at home or away. Place here chassis, stay here component, volumatic, metal cabinet, and many other features assure more trouble-free listening pleasure. The Motorola Riviera Model 5P23 Portable Radio at your fingertips. You've heard of email. You've heard of e-meters. Now, 
you'll hear about some events. That's right, everybody. On each podcast, we'll tell you about some live music in the area and possibly beyond that's happening this weekend. So let's check out our events coming up this weekend of uh, uh, the 19th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Radical Operations from New York, Local Legends, Pift, and Captain Obvious at Last Rites MKE. I think Last Rites is a new kind of rock club. This is uh, Sunday, March 20th at 9 p.m. Glass Animals at Miller Lite High Life Theater, Sunday, March 20th at 8 p.m. Enlightened Brewing presents Dad Strength. March 19th, 8 p.m., Saturday. Pharaoh's Chamber featuring Masteria at the Miramar Theater, Friday, March 18th, 9 p.m. Jackie Brown at Pato 360 in Milwaukee, March 19th, 8.30 p.m., that's on Saturday. Trapper Shep playing at the Cactus Club in Milwaukee, Sunday, March 20th, 8 p.m., Los Angeles Azules 40 Años Tour, Miller High Life Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Saturday, March 19th at 8 p.m. Andy and my one and only at Anodyne, March 20th, 6 p.m., Sunday. Cat Call Killers with The Truck and Kilborn at Club Garibaldi's, March 19th, Saturday, 7 p.m. The Eagles, online event, March 19th, 8 p.m. Glass Animals, I said, yeah. Tropical Costeño at 1910 West Beecher Street, Saturday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Where is that, I wonder? 1910 West Beecher Street. I'm thinking maybe that's in, is that in Bayview? Southern Milwaukee? I'm not sure. Look at this. Beecher and... At about Beecher and 19th. Okay. Okay. That was Tropical Costeño. Music and Mayhem at Bremen Cafe, Saturday, 9 p.m., March 19th. Gregory Allen Isakoff at the Paps Theater, March 20th, 8 p.m., Sunday. Caroline Rose at the back room at Colectivo. That is Saturday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Oz Noy Trio featuring Dennis Chambers and Jimmy Haslip at Shank Hall, March 19th, 8 p.m., Saturday. Song Circle Spring Equinox Edition at the Urban Ecology Center at Riverside Park, Milwaukee. March 19th, 6.30 p.m., Saturday. And that's going to be it. Those are your events. So there you go. Go out and see some live music this uh, this, uh, weekend. And you'll be glad you did. Well, everybody, I know. I know. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Go see some live music again, like I just said. You'll be happy you did. If there's an event you'd like me to announce on next week's podcast, send me an email at localchords1 at gmail.com, and I'll make sure to get that information out. 
Well, all you Cordies, thanks for taking a minute to listen to this week's episode. Go see some live music and remember to support Snailmate and buy everything they got. They got music, merch, hot sauce, whatever you want. Signing off, I'm Mark from the blustery and yet somehow warm and cold and warm again weather of mid-March in Wisconsin. You've just enjoyed another installment of Local Cords? He has a cooler voice. Yeah, uh, you said Local Cords?